Hello, and welcome to Disney Girl Talk, a podcast where Disney girls talk about the magic of all things Disney, from parks, movies, shows, music, and more, whatever comes to mind. I'm Abby. And I'm Megan. We are the Disney girls on this podcast who, well, like to talk. And with that in mind, we invite you to relax. Let us pull up some headphones as we proudly present your podcast. Hello, everybody. I am so excited. Uh, Today on Disney Girl Talk, Megan and I have an incredible, super awesome special guest star, Morgan from Just the Magic is here to join us. She runs her own podcast where she has guests come on to share their favorite memories from all theme parks. And honestly, she's an amazing podcaster. You need to go check out her podcast. Uh, She had me on hers. She let me like tangent on everything. And she's just so sweet and so wonderful. Please go check her out. And everyone, welcome Morgan. Hello, 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 Abby. What a wonderful introduction. I don't know. I know this is a podcast. You can't see it, but my face, I'm blushing. And Abby, you were such a wonderful guest. The day we're recording is the day after her episode came out. And honestly, she had the best story I have ever heard. So if you guys want to go listen to it, I would appreciate it. But if you have a story that possibly could top Abby's, I'm all ears. (laughs) But thank you guys for having me on your show. Oh, we're so happy to have you. And I know Megan's been, uh, I'm not letting her talk yet because I'm just so darn excited, but Megan is here with us too. And uh, I, Megan and I have honestly been talking about this so much and we're so excited for today because we've got Morgan on and Megan, what are we talking about today? My favorite, Fantasmic. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to say, uh, just to start off right away, Morgan, like obviously, Abby and I have been, like she said, we've been talking about this for so long and we're so, so excited to have you on and talk about one of our personal favorite shows. So I hope, you, I hope you're as excited as we are. Oh, when she said that she was going to invite me on for a Fantasmic episode, I'm like, oof, I got a lot to say that wouldn't necessarily work for my show or fit on my show. So I'm like, oh, I need to talk about Fantasmic somewhere. So I'm glad it's with you guys and you guys have a love for it too. Oh, 100%. Well, and I'm so excited for us to all be able to share our different kind of experiences and point of views of how we all kind of access it. Because I think for each of us, it's a little different, uh, which is, I'm just, oh, I'm so excited. But okay, before we do that, um, actually, as an inspiration to you, we thought of making sure we could ask some questions for people to get to know you better. Oh, Uh, because you're amazing this is weird being on this end i know i I know i was like how how is this gonna feel but i'm i'm so excited uh so are you ready for some questions oh yes i will try my best (laughs) no worries no worries no pressure whatsoever all right so the first question is what was your first experience with disney that you can recall or remember it can be park movie whatever it is oh okay I I think we talked about this on your episode, but I the first time I ever went, I think I was I, I don't know if it was eight months old or twelve months old or some something like that. I went at a very young age. Obviously, I don't remember that as well. But I think one of my first main memories that I have, and there is a picture. I remember we got to stay at the um, 
yacht and beach club in um, close to Epcot and you know how there's sand um in the pool and stuff it's like a sand bottom pool and there was like these little rocks and you know girls in the 90s just love playing mermaids and so there's a picture of me and I remember like doing it and being like no mom I'm a mermaid and like did the little like pose and like you know your ankles together kind of thing <laughs> and so that's like my first like it wasn't necessarily in a park but like very close proximity and at a Disney hotel but there's like a picture and just me playing mermaid and mom no I'm a mermaid right now Disney magic believe it <laughs> I love that so much and very true I mean I remember playing mermaid and I mean Megan you went to school like you you are a swimmer like I can never get you oh. out of a pool yeah I'm I am a hardcore swimmer and anytime Abby and I have taken Disney trips together she's like okay Megan like we need to go back to the parks at some point you can come back to the pool later <laughs> the pool will be there the parks close in five hours so let's go I back know, but the pool's closed too and there's prime time actually you know I have to say on our last trip though uh we stayed at Coeur d'Alene's French Quarter and I don't know what it was there's one night just the glow and the sunset and it was just and the water was just the perfect temperature compared to the air it was like the most amazing pool swim and i actually think that day we did not go back to the park um <gasps> because the pool was so nice but i mean that's that's me i'm the swimmer so um i totally vibe the little mermaid <laughs> like honestly i think every like 90s girl in the pool had their their little mermaid moment Oh, I have a okay. I have a question for you. I've only heard about this. I've never actually done it. But the art of animation. Have you been in the Finding Nemo pool? Yes, and there are speakers under the water. That's actually, what I was gonna ask you. <laughs> if you want to know, fun fact: Polynesian also has this. <gasps> I don't think many what? people know that. Most people know because of the the Finding Nemo pool at Art of Animation, but Polynesian also does have that. Now, I will say, though, I do think they have turned it off since COVID, though. Um, oh. I know prior to COVID, it, you could clearly go underwater and you could hear, like, the Hawaiian music under the water. I, I haven't, I don't know if it's still there after, but uh, you know what? I think that just means we need to go to Disney and go to Polynesian and go swimming in the pool and find out for ourselves. That's what Perfect. I think. Get some Dole Whip. <laughs> at, that sounds oh, like a yes. great day. Watch fireworks on the beach at night. Let's go. <laughs> Get them time eyes again and watch yes. Abby. Um... Oh, and they have really good pork na nachos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Has Abby told you the story about the time eyes? No. Okay, so there, of course, me being me, this is a, a tangent in stories. Um, this is actually when my mom was going to Disney as a young adult. Her best friend, they would go together all the time. And they used to go to the luau. And there was one time that they went that they had so many Mai Tais that by the end of the night, they were calling them Thai Mais. And... <laughs> And it was just one of these stories that my, my family would tell us all the time that it was like, well, when I grow up, I want to do that. Um, so when we went this last uh, this last summer of uh, 2022, we were able to go to the poly. And although the luau wasn't there, we went to the we went to the pool and we got the Mai Tais and then sat on the beach. And, oh, my and gosh. Yeah. And then and I have this. Um, we can blame my husband for this. He has a, a, a trick for dealing with a. Um, pirate drenched abby we'll call it oh. um which is to just uh 
uh, you know, glug glug. Where's where's all the rum gone? Abby had it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but anyway, his his trick is to just give me my phone and let me call people. Um, because normally, like, we're driving from somewhere, and so, like, I'll call my sister, and I'll call Megan, and I'll call my mom, and then I'll find out my dad's upstairs, and I'll call my dad. Um, I've called a land, I've called our uncle before, who was our landlord at the time. Um, yeah, I just, I, I call people. It's, it's, it's really fun. I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, so they called my mom. It was like, Mom, we had the time wise. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm great. We're gonna go walk to the Grand Californian and go get something else. Even though the Grand Californian is in Disneyland. That's how Time I I did it again, didn't I? She went to Grand Californian. That's how Time I got, that's that's right. I was like, we can't walk there. It's fine. Have you guys seen the movie Grown Ups where they're like, I wanna get chocolate wasted. I wanna get vanilla wasted. Yes. (laughs) It's like, on a scale of Mai Tai to Tai Mai, where are you on the drunken level? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So I love oh, that story. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh man. We're, this is going to be a very long episode if I go through all of these questions. So I'm going to skip a couple. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got one. I got okay. one. What is one of your Disney must-dos? Ooh. So while you're thinking. Okay. That- oh, you got it? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, like which park? Because that completely changes everything. It can be whatever park you want. It's mostly just Megan and I, when we stay on our pro- property, we loved the, what's her name? Is it Stacy? Stacy. We love <gasps> Stacy's, the channel, the must-dos. Uh, mm-hmm. So we always, like, we want to make an Instagram rule of where we're going to do our own must-dos one time. So what's, what is your must-do? Oh, it can be God. any park you want. I'm going to, I'm going to say, just the first thing that comes to my head, Disneyland specifically, Disneyland Park. And I feel like I have to see Aurora. I have to see my girl. And if my friend of Aurora is there, I very much have to see her because she, in my mind, is Aurora. She looks and acts and is just so beautiful and elegant. And I I have to see her, at least some type of character. If she's not available, you know, Flora Fauna and Meriwether got her occupied and stuff like that. I just feel like I have to see a character. And then I think my I always have to go on at least one dark ride. They're not the most thrilling. They're not the craziest. They're not the most high tech. But like, there's just something so charming and wonderful about the storytelling of a dark ride. Like, it's just so simple. You love it. You know, that's a good oh, question. Absolutely. I and I love that answer. I love like going for the like. It's like the true heart of Disney is like getting to see the characters and what they mean for all of us and doing the dark rides. Now I have a, a sub question of that. Did Ooh, you okay. ever get to ride the Magic Kingdom Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? I probably did. I just don't remember it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Megan, did you ever get to? I did many times. I always remember my mom was so upset when um, they took it away and Winnie the Pooh took <laughs> took over its spot. So we've been to Disneyland a couple times now and my mom was so excited to see Mr. Toad. So she went on it like over and over and over again. And my brother got uh, my brother and I got her a Mr. Toad T-shirt for Christmas a couple years ago. And she was just like, oh. <laughs> She loved it. I mean, what ride can you go to hell and back and 
in Disney. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and in Disney. Both places. Disney. Oh I my just, gosh. I'm can I just make like a jump thought? Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of dark rides, so we have Snow White's scary adventure here. Well, when I went to Tokyo, they have Snow White's adventure there. And so going into it, we were thinking, well, we're like, is this gonna be scary? And we're thinking, well, if it was scary, that would be in the title, right? We go on it. It is so much scarier than the Disneyland version. And we were like actually shook and the effects are so much more prevalent. I, I haven't been on the since they've updated Snow White yet at Disneyland. Oh, that's something I get to do. It's on my to-do list since I'm going back in February. But oh, I'm so excited. Sorry, I just jumped thought that. Um, no problem. But, that's exciting. <laughs> um, but da, 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 what was I saying? But people were we did like a ride review after every single ride we went on and so we're taking it with like the exit of the ride behind us and people are like coming out crying because they're so scared and it was so wild so if you go to tokyo and you have to do snow white's snow white's adventure insert that it is very scary <laughs> See, I'm that's that terrifies me because I am the biggest wimp. Like it, it took me until I was oh gosh, uh, nineteen to finally go on Tower of Terror for the first time. Oh, um, time out, time out, Megan, Megan, get in line, okay? About being the biggest scaredy cat on the planet, I will okay. fight you for that title. <laughs> Fight me. We'll do a YouTube We're series. We're scaredy cats. I take... be like, ah! <laughs> It'll be like, Morgan takes two Canadians to scary rides at Universal and Disney. And like, because oh I... God. I'm very jumpy of person, but I enjoy getting scared. I enjoy the thrill rides. I enjoy Halloween horror nights. I'm like, let's see who can last the longest. <laughs> and we'll have like rewards for you guys. Like, okay, if you guys go through this house, you get, Time I don't know. <laughs> my Time ice, yes. <laughs> Listen, we got a whole great idea going on I, right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay, I have never had an interest in doing a Halloween horror night. Like for some context, the last time I did a scary thing was a haunted corn maze in the middle of southwestern Ontario when I was eight years old. And I had to be the brave person in the party, which was basically I just closed my eyes, screamed, and ran through different sections of it. <laughs> like nearly ran into somebody in, in like dangerous ways. Um, but I love this plan and I am for it. And especially if there's a reward system of giving us some liquid courage. <laughs> the, the reward, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, the reward system is slightly tempting. My fear is I have watched way too many Criminal Minds episodes lately. So like if it's dark in my house and I even though I know there's people in the house, I'm like going around corners like with my little pretend finger gun and going like pew. Like, uh, Her imagination takes over for sure. <laughs> does so um i am terrified if anybody pops out at me they are gonna get like a massive round kick to the face so <gasps> well it's okay like okay, that morgan Mor take you. morgan will hold on to both of us so that we don't but megan just to remind you two two sounds t-rex <laughs> putting that out there for those of yeah. you who don't know i have an incredible irrational fear of dinosaurs um it is darn near debilitating um i've been getting <laughs> did better you see with what it. i did sunday i did did you see are you kidding i was so excited for you i've been working like i've been it was so cool 
It sounded cool. I'm working through the fear. I'm not gonna lie. I'm working through it. Um, but like I, I for the context, I got mad at my parents when they changed the doorknobs in their bathroom to the like the stick handle ones because our bathroom was the only door inside the house that could lock. And now not only could they not lock, it is no longer raptor proof um because they can open those doors oh you got the video of it there's a little dinosaur oh. so for those that are listening i went to jurassic world live it was part of a christmas present for like a seven-year-old boy and um it was much cooler than i thought it was gonna be oh Those my gosh that is so cool that is so cool i would probably be in a puddle of mass hysterics beside the seven-year-old who would look at me and go are, are you okay because i just you know this isn't real right yeah yeah oh and that's my favorite part where, where people are like uh you know they don't exist anymore right i'm like i know hence irrational yet here we are <laughs> And I mean, like, we on our 2012 um, Disney program, we went to T-Rex, the restaurant at, at the Springs, the first night. I had never been there before. And I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll be great. And we walked in. And for some reason, I was leading the charge. And I stopped so abruptly that everyone else, like, smacked into behind me. And like Megan looked at me. And she, yeah. And she's like, Abby, what's wrong? I'm like, there's a giant T-Rex right there. And she went, yeah, it's the name of the restaurant. I'm like, but it's watching me. <laughs> love yes yeah yes. Oh, that, yeah so for those for those listening <laughs> um i have the photo pass picture of abby and myself on dinosaur in animal kingdom from this past summer and the look of horror on our faces is amazing and it is not <laughs> like it is not for the camera it is genuine it is it is real i i don't i don't do scary and i don't do dinosaurs so i am two for two, 100% willing to watch the hilarity that comes out of trying to watch me do something scary. I'm for it. That's it. I gotta find a way to get to go. Morgan, we're gonna find a way to see you in an October. I don't know how I'll swing it as a teacher, but we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. You guys All gotta right. come out. I'll hold your Absolutely. hand. Don't worry. Okay, good. Good. And then, you know, catch me if I fall. We'll have, like, we can be Shaggy and Scooby. Megan's gonna be Scooby. I'll be Shaggy. And then you can be Fred. I'll be the mystery mobile. You can hide behind me. <laughs> Yes, even better. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was like the worst Scooby impression ever. I'm sorry, guys. I got to work on that. <sighs> That's okay. We'll work on it. No worries. All right. I think what we'll do is we'll just ask you maybe one more question. Okay. Um, maybe one more question from each of us. And then we'll get to talking about Fantasmic like we've promised you for all this time. <laughs> um, I... Oh, okay. This is one that I, I, this is a personal closeness to me because for my birthdays, I always have uh, Disney themed birthday parties, um, including as a 20 year old, my sister threw me a kid's Peter Pan themed Disney party for 20 year olds. So for my question for you is if you could have a party themed around any Disney movie, which one would it be? Oh, okay. So I, I kind of have, but if I could, go all out I would totally do this but Sleeping Beauty is my very favorite princess and so all of my Disneyland friends a couple of years ago I had them wear pink and blue 
and I had this like white dress and it was cold. My birthday's in December. I just had my birthday and I had this like blue fuzzy coat on and then I had my Aurora tiara and the necklace. Like I love it. It looks just like the ones in the parks, but everybody wore pink and blue. And then when we took a group picture in front of the castle, all the girls that wore pink were on one side of me and all the girls that wore blue were on the other. But I would love, love, I'm just going to hopefully manifest this for one of my birthdays someone surprises me with the falling over sleeping beauty cake that has the broom and everything like we don't even have to eat it i would just love that so much one day like if someone could just do that for me i would cry i would be so so happy so universe i'm putting this out there (laughs) oh that is that is Yes, all of the yes. I will be putting it out there for you as well because that's a, that's a good. It, I know it's not supposed to be good, but that's a good looking cake. It is, and I've seen people make it out of like Rice Krispie treats, and like I've seen cool ways people have done it, or even just out of like clay. Obviously, you don't eat it, but they've just it's so cool, and I want it like full size, like obnoxious. <laughs> You could almost shove like a real broom under it. Like I, I don't. I just think that would be the most amazing birthday cake in the entire world. <laughs> I love that idea. That is so good. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, for those of you listening, make this happen for Morgan because yes. she's wonderful and she deserves it. Oh, shucks, thanks. <laughs> no problem. All right. Uh, I'll do sorry. Just to oh, like, no, go for it. Jump off. I I've seen. Obviously, I'm not in a relationship. I don't have any babies or anything like that but it like when I get to the point of having kids one day to do a gender reveal and I I don't want to take full credit for this I've saw it somewhere on social media but they went to Sleeping Beauty and they took make it pink or make it blue pictures I don't know if they did the actual gender reveal in front of Aurora but that would be incredible and then having like the cake be you know how they do the gender reveals and it's like a cake and whatever colors on the inside of the cake that would be actually pretty cool if that happened (laughs) So that's adorable. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is where I announced that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Surprise. (gasps) You guys have an exclusive, you know, before my mother. Just kidding. I'm not pregnant. Jeez. (laughs) No worries. I I have a, a, so my, my husband's job is he's a minister. Um, so I'm, I get to literally, I get to be Whitney Houston from the nineties and I get to be the preacher's wife. Um, and, uh, the question we get all the time is, is like, when are we having kids or something? And so my response is always, I'm like, listen, 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 when you know, when it happens, you'll be like the ninth to know, don't worry. They'll just be like, that's my go-to. Yes, <laughs> it's like based yes. off of seniority, will you get like knocked up and down, knocked down the, <laughs> knocked up, <laughs> knocked up or down the peg, peg system. <laughs> Yeah. You'll get Megan, don't worry. You're like, and- you're probably the first, Megan. It's okay. You can open I was gonna say, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking out loud I'm, or like in my head, I'm going, wait, nine. Okay. So I'm, okay. This is going to, uh, James is going to come first. Mom and dad are probably going to come second. <laughs> so no. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with fourth. <laughs> yeah. Like just my, my rule of thumb with my best friend is if I'm like the next one right outside your immediate family, that is a good sweet spot to be in. Cause obviously you got to tell your family first, but then you got to tell your best friend. So <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and to be fair, Megan, you probably all know first, cause then you're going to help me plan how I'm going to tell James. Aww. Yes. Morgan, Sweet. you can be part of okay. this too if you want. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'll be the, I'll be an American. I'll be like, here we have a secret message announcement coming from Disney World. 
yeah. like a character oh. to say it like Star Wars like you are a father <gasps> yes. Wait, oh my god that I didn't even think amazing. about it it just came out of my I don't is he a Star Wars fan because that would actually be pretty cool no but we'll make him by the time Perfect. I will force we that to happen time. we have time we we'll have convert time. <laughs> absolutely oh my gosh, oh okay. my gosh. More... we're getting off topic <laughs> Oh, you know what? No worries. Well, that's that's the joy of Disney Girl Talks. We can tangent. We can digress. We're just a bunch of people who love Disney who are talking about it. Um, that said, one more question, and then we'll get into the love of Fantasmic. Uh, Megan, did you have one you wanted to, to pick from the list that we, we created? I created? I Let's do. Create I, I like this one. If you could live in any Disney universe, so it could be like uh an area in the parks it could be from an animated movie or uh you know live action anything where would you live Ooh, okay my my brain instantly went marvel but at this i wouldn't want to live there because they got a lot of life-threatening building smashing situations happening and that'd just be really stressful as a citizen to be around that constantly you know that's a good point probably not that um now if i had super superhero abilities that'd be pretty fun again a little stressful for me i I want something chill um i don't want to cop out and say sleeping beauty because it's always been my answer but i think honestly peter pan and just living in neverland never growing up there's a bunch of different characters and people to interact with you know you got your pirates you got your indians you got your mermaids you got your lost boys fairies like i think that would be just so pleasant to i don't feel like you'd ever get tired of it you know there's always something going on or you know peter pan's bringing more friends like if i was one of the lost boys or something but just the one lost girl you know something like that (laughs) i think that would be really fun to live in I love that as an honorary lost boy because I used to work at Peter Pan's flight. I approve this message and I can I, I have that authority. At least I tell myself I have that authority. You are an honorary lost boy or you can be just like Jane. You can be the honorary lost girl. I yes. I am for this. I love it. Thank you for I feel like you're knight- knighting me. <laughs> I, I, I am. Although I guess, how would a lost boy do it? It would just be like a, a raspberry or something. Just like. Well, they salute. They salute. Oh, they do fan. salute. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there. The leader, the leader. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I love it. So, oh, so good. Fun. Well, Mor- Morgan, thank you so much for answering all these questions. So we can all, I mean, uh, we all tangented. So hopefully everyone gets to know us all better. So with that, let's. Dive in and join us as we invite you to experience Fantasmic. (gasps) I love the little intro voice where she's like, Welcome to Fantasmic. Tonight, our friend and host. Like, it's such a sultry voice she has. She does. And then, like, when she gets to the part where she's like, To an overwhelming nightmare, you're like, Oh, dip, something's about to happen, and I am not ready. Right. If you like so you were good. if you were like half listening, you'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> no, absolutely. Oh no, no worries. We yeah, cut off away. It is all good. Canadian politeness gets checked at the door. We're talking Disney. <laughs> we're talking Fantasmic. <laughs> Excitement comes first. Oh um so I guess maybe to just like guide the conversation for all of us, I think it'd be what was like your do any of you remember your first time seeing Fantasmic or was it was it I, like what versions of Phantasmic have you seen? Do you remember your first time seeing those? The floor is yours. Would you like to go first, Megan? Sure. Um, 
Oh my gosh, Kate. I have I have so many different experiences with Fantasmic. I I briefly remember seeing it when Fantasmic first came out uh, in Hollywood Studios in Disney World, um, and I don't remember it that well. But I very, very distinctly remember not seeing it for many, many years. And then in 2011, when I did my second um, ICP or the college program for the Canadians, um, I found out that I was working at Fantasmic. Uh, so actually, uh, to backpedal this a little bit, um, one of my, I, I got told I was working on Sunset Boulevard. And that was all they told me at first. So my immediate thing was, oh my God, I'm working on Tower of Terror or I'm working on Rock and Roller Coaster. And I freaked. I was so excited because all, and they, they called it an attraction, like attraction or operations. I did not think about Fantasmic or the Beauty and the Beast show being considered like an attraction. I thought it was like a show because um, I didn't understand that at the point at that time. So I was freaking out and then someone ended up coming and telling me and they're like, okay, like your official position is you're working at Fantasmic. And I was kind of like, oh, and I hadn't seen it in years. So I didn't remember it. So my roommates um, ended up going, okay, let's, let's go tonight. You need to see it and you are going to absolutely fall in love with it. And so I, I came out of the show and was like, okay, that was amazing. I love the show. And then after seeing it two times a day, every day for three months on my program but by the last show I was like sobbing because I knew I was not going to see it anymore it is by far my favorite show on Disney property hands down I have such a soft spot for that show now and so that is my major experience I have also seen Fantasmic in Disneyland as well but Disney World has that place in my heart Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I did not know you worked at Fantasmic. That's so cool. Oh. And like, I bet by the time that you left it, you were probably like knew all the choreography. And everything. Actually, Kate, so everything, literally everything. So, okay, two really quick stories. So one, if you were not working Fantasmic at night, then like if you got scheduled like during the day, it was for the... Um, it, at the time it was called Disney Channel Rocks. It was like, and then previously it was like the high school musical parade float that went up and down uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Um, so during the day, the first time, like my, my trainer, it was like my second day with this group and I was in during the day and they were showing me how to do pack and parade control and stuff like that for this particular show for, high, or for Disney Channel Rocks. And I saw this one guy like, doing a couple little moves and singing along to the songs. And I'm going, Oh my God, how, how, how are you doing this? And he goes, Oh, just, he's like, give it like two, maybe three weeks and you'll be doing the same thing. And lo and behold, I was, um, and he goes and you're going to, it's going to come even quicker for phantasmic. Um, so I think it was like my second last week there. And there was a few of the college program kids and some of the full-time people that worked at phantasmic, and we were all standing at the very back. So if anyone knows the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater where Fantasmic is held in Hollywood Studios, when you come in, there's this massive like aisle at the very back of the theater. And then everybody feeds down into the actual seats and the benches. So we were standing in the back in this little, this big aisleway and literally recreating it. So this, one of the guys that works with us is like six feet tall and he's pretending to be like the dragon. And so he's going out and he's got these little like T-Rex arms. And he's going, 
Um, and the people that were in the very back row actually turned around to watch us do the show instead of watching the real show. And they were like, you were so much better than the real show. That's incredible. <laughs> it was great. So, I mean, we probably should have been doing that. We got like a little bit of trouble because they were like, you know, you're distracting the guests and everything from the real show. And we're like, sorry. But guests came up to us afterwards and we're like, you guys were amazing. <laughs> so cool (laughs) it's fine you added to the disney magic that's all that matters that's all it's okay and i I got to be tinkerbell you know when she flies on the mountain (laughs) wait oh oh in the sorry i was in the middle of the show tinkerbell like you know um right before the the ship comes around with the characters on it um tinkerbell kind of like sprinkles a little pixie dust on the mountain and so i pretended to be tinkerbell flying around and So while your friend was the t- was was the 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 T Rex Maleficent, um, you got to be Tinkerbell. Yes, you did. Aww. I love your little pixie wings. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> okay, so how about you guys? What was uh, what was your experience with Fantasmic? So my early, so I have seen both as well, and I have a funny story about Disneyland, but I have an even funnier story. Like my only real childhood memory as Fantasmic, and. This is going to make my dad look bad, but it, I'm pretty sure I've said this on my podcast. So I have two younger brothers, one a, one brother that is two years younger than me and another brother that's like five years younger than him. So it's like a seven-year age gap between me and the youngest brother. My mom um, has like torn her ACL and she's had problems and stuff or back surgery and whatnot. So my mom was pushed – my dad was pushing my mom in a wheelchair and my youngest brother, who was like a toddler at the time, was sitting on her lap. And I just remember my dad – like we were near Indiana Jones – heading towards Fantasmic and there, you know, there's just a big crowd of people. And as a kid, we're terrified. We're like, dad, wait. And he's like zooming with my mom. And we're just like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, we got to make Fantasmic. And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. What is Fantasmic? And it was like very terrifying as a child looking back. But that's like my first memory of Fantasmic. But I, you know, went as Disney College program. I loved it. Again, my favorite show because, you know, there's Mickey, there's characters, there's boats, there's effects, there's stunts, there's the dragon. Like, there's so many cool elements that you don't see in a normal show. But then when I moved to California in 2017, um, the Rivers of America were under construction and because they were building Galaxy's Edge, rerouting the river, the whole nine yards. Well, I asked my friend who was a local, I said, oh, well, where do you guys do your Fantasmic walking around um, like the, um, not Liberty Square, um, what's it called? New Orleans Square. New Orleans Square. Yeah, kind of Frontierland, New Orleans area. And she goes, oh, we just do it here. I'm like, well, well, where's the stage? Oh, just over there on that island. Well, where do you sit? On the ground. Huh? And I'm so used to the stadium seating. Like you said, the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater. And I was like, man, this show can't be that great if we're sitting on the ground. It's just on the little island. Oh, no, no, no. I was so wrong. It is so much better. So much better. And, like, if I could make the perfect Fantasmic, it would be Disney World's theater and set, but Disneyland's everything else. (laughs) (laughs) But... More so, as I've mentioned a bunch of times, I love Sleeping Beauty, and naturally my favorite villain is Maleficent. So seeing 
Murphy the dragon, who is this full-fledged animatronic that rises from underground and breathes fire and looks incredible. And then you go back to Disney World and you're like, what is, you can quote me on this, what is this arts and crafts dragon that we have here that just has paper mache coming off of its, it's wings? Like, oh, look, it's a crane with drapes. Yes! But that is not. Literally, guys, it's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. But at Disneyland, when Mickey is fighting Maleficent, that's like the one time I'm like, gosh, Mickey, why you gotta ruin everything? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't want Maleficent to win personally. But yeah. They should, you know what they should do? They should do when they do the Halloween stuff, they should do like a Halloween special version of Phantasmic <gasps> where the villains actually win. <gasps> that would be so Disney, cool. are you listening to this? This is a brilliant idea. This just goes to show we should all just they should put the three of us in charge. It'll it'll be great. Of Nothing course, could go wrong. They're already messing. I I keep telling my work. Um the second Disney Imagineering calls me, I'm gone. Um <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for the call. So Disney, like just hit me up. You've got three storytellers just waiting, ready to go. Yeah, Absolutely. Let's go. Oh, that's so cool. Abby, what's yours? Uh, well, most of my memories are definitely with Disney World. And I was really lucky. I have very vivid memories of the first time I saw it. I was eight years old. It was Christmas of 1999. And I just remembered sitting in the amphitheater having no idea what was happening. I just like looking at my parents being like, what are we doing here? Because they got there like an hour early. We were in the Mickey section right. in the middle. Um, and they're like, there's a show. Don't worry. We're going to watch a show. And I was like, how and where and when I don't understand. Cause like the sun was still up. This is how early we got to the show. <laughs> it was still up. And to an eight year old time just took forever. But what was so cool. Cause it was still, well, cause I think for Disney world, they got their phantasmic in 98 if I am remembering this correctly. So it was still within the first year of it existing. And the sun starts to set. And it, what was really cool is they had at the time two of the kind of, you know, the, the Hollywood street performers of Citizens of Hollywood. They had two special ones who were actually bellhops called Delman and Mo, who used to do a bunch of different skits throughout all of the all of MGM studios back in the day and they also included like different acrobats that they could do so there were these two bit like tower Hollywood Tower Hotel Tower of Terror bellhops who came up to the front of the amphitheater and like set up these chairs going into the water so they could like balance on the chairs by their arms with their feet in the air and it was just so crazy and they're doing these like juggling acts and it was so cool and then this like second guy came out for like a second preview or second pre-show. And he basically just like stood on the railing and like introduced everyone to the idea of the, the, the splash out zone. And I don't remember if he was mic'd or not, but like you could hear him perfectly. And it's like, how is this man talking to all of us? And then all of a sudden the show happened and I was just, my little eight-year-old brain just melted and never recovered. <laughs> Um, so that was my first experience with Disney Worlds. Uh, for Disneyland's, I, my first experience with it was back in 2018 when my husband and I got to go see it on our one-year anniversary, um, which, was, which was very sweet and very romantic. Um, but it was also just really cool because my husband's first experience as well, and he's, he is a Disney fan by proxy, I guess is the best way. He, uh, 
he puts up with it because he loves me and we love him for that um but when he saw phantasmic at disney world like he was like i didn't realize like mickey could could be like the hero of something and i just remember from the disneyland when i was in love because i'm like this is so magical and it's so beautiful and there's murphy and this is great and him going the amphitheater fire at disney world that was better and i was like oh yeah but this was still great he's like yes it was still great so so, but yeah so those are those are my experiences with with those two for the first time that's yeah well, and I feel like, Morgan, you, you actually, you already got us started on the next concludes part one of Disney Girl Talks Fantasmic with special guest Morgan from Just Some Magic Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for part two. We hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, we're Megan and Abby, and this has been Disney Girl Talk. If you didn't, this has been George and Ethel, and this has been the importance of letting paint dry. <laughs> Abby, nice Jungle Cruise skipper homage. That was great. In all seriousness, if you like the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on what you want to hear us talk about, please email us at DisneyGirlTalk at gmail.com, or you can Instagram us at DisneyGirlTalk. Feel free to also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Or wherever you listen to podcasts and Disney music. Oh yeah, that too. Thanks so much for listening, and remember... Reach Reach out out and find your happily ever after.